everyone and welcome back to Get Uplifted. We are in a new year. It is 2021 and I am here with Christy Tagatak, the creator of Create Safely and Pocketbook. And we are so excited to bring her on today. Christy, how are you doing today? I'm doing so good. I'm so good because I'm here with you today. So I'm really excited. I'm so it's grateful been like, to have what, you. like a year. I mean, we feel like we've met a year ago and we're finally through talking through DM, we're finally here, like face to face. It's amazing. It's happening. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I, I've joined so many of your amazing Zoom classes and Zoom um, conferences with all these amazing artists that you have brought together. And that's one of the main reasons I wanted to bring you on was to kind of talk about your journey and how you got started with Create Safely. And I mean, just the community alone that you have built with Create Safely is just absolutely incredible. And I just love to hear how you came up with everything. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, wow, okay, so it's so crazy because I think to sum up that question, because it, it's really loaded for me because in that short amount of time, I, I mean, it really happened like overnight. Um, but the journey prior was years. I mean, years of um, being in makeup for 20 years and then um, always loving mentoring and helping and grooming and whatever I can do to help people not even just in makeup, but that's really where the journey started um, because it was part of me. And um, when fast forward, I mean, obviously, I'm not sure if you know this already, you probably do, but I'm a makeup artist and a licensed cosmetologist. And a lot of my background in the last five years has been uh, cosmetology education. So I had the opportunity to pause at my career working with a cosmetic company for 16 years to venture into cosmetology. And that's when I got my license because I wanted to educate. And in California, and I don't know if it's the same in New York, um, you have to have a license to pursue owning a school or owning a salon. And my goal was to create a salon environment to do hair, but also to provide education. And, and I'm sharing this with you because that's where a lot of this background came in which built the platform of Create Safely. Because as you know, it's education through community. So anyhow, fast forward, I met some incredible people in my journey through makeup and through hair and um, was able to create makeup curriculum pre-COVID that was supposed to launch in a chain of studio salons. So you know that concept like Salon Republic and Sola Sessions. So that was gonna be my next step was to roll out this curriculum that included infection control because all the curriculum I created um, when I was in cosmetology to, to go back, um, I created makeup curriculum and trained beauty professionals and educators and future professionals all over the country in cosmetology school. Because as you know, in cosmetology school, makeup isn't a huge focus because it's mainly hair. Um, so like we all know now, makeup in general doesn't have a lot of guidelines and regulations, right? Mm -hmm. um, so what was really great is I took that experience in cosmetology, writing curriculum, and then my 16 years of working for a cosmetic brand that focused on hygiene. And I'll say it's Matt Cosmetics. I worked for them for 16 years and they literally laid um, the foundation for me in terms of hy hy hygiene and sanitation. So um, when we went to lockdown, I had to, I mean, I lost everything, Nicole. I lost my salon. Um, 
obviously, you know, we're both signed. Um, I was signed at the time, but my agency actually, unfortunately, had to close its doors in October. Um, but there wasn't any work. Everything just went on pause. And so I think like many of us around the world, we were like trying to figure it out. Like, yeah. what, what are we going to do? Are we, am I going to work again? Um, how am I going to do it safely? And I think for me, it was really heightened because of the education background and trying to, and knowing like, how do we do this and how do we do it um, safely? So um, I just got to work and I was like, I, I have to, I mean, I was in grieving for probably three weeks and then April came and uh, the cosmetology schools that I had the opportunity of working with reached out to me to do some mentoring via Zoom. And that's when I created and pivoted into infection control and providing hope for this future generation. Mm -hmm. So through my own network, I was helping my friends that are makeup artists and hairstylists and groomers. Um, they were asking me because they know my background, like Chrissy, how, what do I do? Like, how do I get my kit ready? And so it just happened naturally. And then I just saw so many, to be honest, so there's so many companies out there for me, it seemed like a lot. There were probably only a handful that were um, just sharing information and saying that you had to have certain products, you had to have certain certifications in order to execute your, your career and actually like pursue your career. You had to have these certain things in order to do what you loved. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was like, that doesn't, it's not promoting and uplifting and elevating our industry that's already suffering. You know, so I wanted to provide a platform that had free resources and that united our industry because there was such a huge division I felt in terms of what I saw on social media, you know? Yes. And so I brought education through community and I just literally had one post and I said, this is what I'm about. Um, I'm not here to make money. I'm not here to be sponsored. I just want to help. And I want us to all help each other because there are so many of us around the world, you know? So true, around the world. Around the world. And you figure, I think a lot of us were like, this is only happening here. It's mm -hmm. only happening in my city, my state. Yeah. And it's, no guys, it's happening everywhere. And every part of the world has different regulations. They have different resources. Some don't have any. And mm -hmm. um fast forward into almost this year and this journey of just connecting with artists and connecting other artists with each other. I feel like it's, it's not only rewarding, but it's rewarding, I think, for the community that's a part of it, uh, because they feel like they have a sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. And I'm giving them that voice that I think is lacking in our industry sometimes. Um, and you know what I mean? It's it, our industry can be um, a little dark at sometimes. Yes. Um, because it's competitive, you know, like any industry, but I think, um, in particularly ours, it's, it's definitely, uh, there needs to be a little bit more community. I feel personally. Yes. I, you know? I totally agree. And that's why I feel like I connected so much with you just because I mean, from the experiences that I've experienced in the communities, I had not found one that Okay, let me back up on that one for a sec. There were so many different communities out there, but there was none that was 
building community like you were. I feel like I've been a part of makeup groups that are, you know, here to support one another, but no one is doing that in those groups. And there's just nasty things being said on Facebook. And I honestly have like removed myself for almost all uh, makeup groups. And when I saw uh, the community that you were building with, with Create Safely, I was immediately attracted because it was, it was artists supporting artists and it wasn't about like who you are or where you are it was like an even playing field let's all help each other and I know that it was like during the pandemic we were all just like what do we do what do we do how do what do we even start with and I remember seeing your create safely content and I felt like there was like you said hope it was like hope that there was going to be more coming back hope that there was a way to be sanitizing and it also gave us something to start working on at home and our kits while we could it was like the only thing we could control and we were all just looking for information and you guys were the first to like get it out there but also transform and evolve as we learned uh, more about the pandemic and coronavirus and what exactly it was but I mean just the resources you have provided from the start to even now is just it's it's amazing it's amazing what you've been doing and just I mean it just shows of like who you are as a person and the kind of community you want to serve and work in and educate and I just think that's it just speaks volumes about you and your values and everything you stand for so much thank you I thank you for that because sometimes I feel like I think going back to all the different platforms that you and a lot of people experienced during the pandemic because everyone was really emotional so it was hard to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. So there's a lot of banter of, you know, like, you know, we just, we wanted to vent and I, you're right. There weren't a lot of platforms that were just expressing positivity and hope. And I felt like there was a need and I wanted to create it. So thank you for sharing that with me. Cause I always, I'm like, are people really getting anything out of this? Are they? You know, because at the end of the day, who am I? You know what I mean? I always go through this because, you know, it's about trust and trusting your fellow colleague or your fellow person, your human. Yeah. If someone is, if you see someone sharing information that is leading with love first, which I'm a true believer in that, it doesn't matter who you are or how many followers you have. It's a true testament that people will connect with you if you have your heart here in the right place. Yes, I agree. And there's so many people who, I mean, I don't want to call anyone out, but there's so many people who don't come from a place of, you know, leading from a place of love or serving others or looking to support each other. And I think that that's why you stood, like you and your brand for Create Safely stood out so much because it was just so much higher than all the other levels of community that I have experienced. And that's why I reached out to you ASAP because I was like, I love everything you're doing. And you could just feel the love. And that's so rare sometimes. And I mean, a lot of uh, makeup communities and, you know, competitive industries and anything, it's obviously other than makeup as well. Um, so having a platform and a space to learn, educate, and also create community, I mean, it's just incredible. I can't, say, I can't say it enough. I'm like, I just love everything that you're doing. I'm a big fan. Thank you so much. And I feel the love from you. It's Thank different. you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And um, I'm just so happy we connected. And I... I'm kind of curious about how the pocketbook came about um, yeah. during all of this as well. Sure. Well, um, everyone that's asked me this, because I've always wanted to create something. So when I left Mac, this was, gosh, I think seven years ago now. And that was a hard decision for me because that was a company that I was born and raised with. You know, it really established the values that I have and um, the background of business that I have. So 
I always knew that at some point in my life that I wanted to create a product and then going into um, cosmetology school and my background there, I always wanted to develop something that would help artists be organized, save time, work more efficiently and create safely. Now at the time, like the word create safely wasn't anything that I was thinking about in terms of what I was going to do in the future with the pandemic, you know, but it literally took a pandemic for me to be like, okay, Christy, you really need to find something to help artists create something to help them because there were so many people that were having no choice to go out and work. Even when we were shut down, the reality is people needed to make money and there weren't a lot of um, kit resources that would help them do that effectively and be able to come home and have a peace of mind that they could clean what their their kit looked like you know Mm -hmm. so um through my own testing I was uh doing all of this while I was creating create safely trying to figure things out I was like a jewelry maker I love it putting things together and the you know piecing things together and then um everything was just aligning the way that I don't know. It was, just, it was, and I think we were in Mercury and retrograde during that time too. Really? Yeah. It's funny. It was, what can come yeah. about? I know. So, <laughs> but it was the energy was was aligning with me, and um, I, when I say aligning, um, manufacturers were lining up with me. Um, everything like through the trademarking, and it just all happened like naturally. And then I launched it, and it just people really. I mean, they. They're makeup artists like me. So I, you know, I was thinking from a makeup artist and hairstylist perspective, like this tool is going to help people. And I was really happy that I was able to fill in a gap that was kind of missing in the pocketbook. I will, honestly, that po- your pocketbook is incredible. I am so obsessed just because it's so quick and easy to clean, grab, find everything. You can organize it and label it. But also I love that, like you said, it's made for hair and makeup. And like, I have like a grooming one and I have a makeup one and I have a hair one and it just keeps everything so neat and tidy that I feel like I'm showing up, I'm prepared, but also know that I'm being safe and everything feels clean. And even when I bring it home, I know I can just wipe it down real quick and do all of that. And even just bringing the, like bringing it back into my own house. I feel so safe with it. And I just, I love it. I, it's so, it's incredible. Thank you so much. And doesn't it, I just feel like too, at the other, I wanted something that looked aesthetically cool too. Yes. I just feel like I I had this long conversation with a makeup artist and we talk about presentation because that's really like, we're like, bam, like this is our kit. And it's like, you know, because you're trying, yeah, because you're trying to create your salon environment in a hotel or like in the corner of a studio. Yes. And you do that through your makeup products, your brands. And so when COVID hit, I was like, how now that everything was going to be covered up, I was like, how are we, that was the other thing I had in mind too, is like, how are we going to create a wow factor with our kid again? Because I knew that best practices would be that you would have to keep your stuff in your kit. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to also create something that looked cool, you know? Yeah. And I feel it like really it does. Yeah, like, cause you can stand them up and like- And all the different colors and like the iridescent ones, like all of them are just so, they're just so pleasing to the eye. Like, I just love looking at anytime I, I even like shock myself. I'm like, how organized I am. Like when I have them, I'm like, oh oh my gosh, literally. Well, you know, what's really, it's so crazy because recently, cause the pocketbook was meant for everybody. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was 
designed for the makeup artist, the creative, the artist. Um, but now it's really great because I have artists that are messaging me and they're like, oh my God, my clients like love this pocketbook and they're buying it and um, and they have and they've supported it. And it's just really great to see that, you know, our industry talent, our clients are seeing the importance of it too. Um, so it's it's great. I'm I'm just I'm just so happy. I can't, I'm I feel so blessed like every day. I'm like, you know, I Hey to that guy up there, and I'm just so thankful, you know, because it's, 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 you know, it's just definitely everything has been lining up. So I'm really thankful. I love that. I love that so much. And I'm kind of curious, like I know you probably spoke about it and talk, talked about it, but when, what part of the pandemic was it that you were like, I'm gonna pivot. This is what I'm doing. Create safely, and then the pocketbook. Like, what was the timeline? You don't have to give me like the whole thing, but like, I'm just curious about like when was that moment? You know. Well, like I said, I was, I had such a hard time at the beginning, Nicole. I was like, I didn't know what I was going to do with my salon because I had had that for three years and I have all clients that I've built for three years, right? And um, I didn't even open my kit. I thought in this time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like be creative. I'm going to work on my doll head. I'm going to develop, create more curriculum and I was literally, I was one, you know, like a lot of Americans and people all over the world where I just was sitting in my room, like binge watching every show. And then um, finally, it it wasn't until I I had one of the school directors reach out to me. And then a bunch of artists that I'm close with were like reaching out to me. And I wasn't like I was putting it out there, like, guys, I'm going to help you. It just, I just, I must've been putting out some sort of energy of like, like come and I can help answer questions for you. And it just, April 7th was the day that I pivoted and I'll oh. remember it forever because I hadn't talked to this school director for over a year. And he just happened to message me and was like, Christy, I need you to come on and be a mentor to my students. Cause they all were in distant learning and this is what I think we were maybe four weeks in already in the yeah. shutdown and I was like oh my god this is this is a sign for me you know and I just wrote it and it just went from there and then um through that whole process of like communicating with I mean I even had artists coming out to me in Long Beach where I live yeah and I would do uh because Daiso was like my first I was like okay Daiso is a great resource it's cheap it's here in LA and I can help create a kit for you guys. And um, I had artists that maybe I just met through the pandemic that were coming over and I have a huge yard. And I just said, if you wanna bring your kit, you can, we can lay it outside and we could go through different things. You're the first to share this with you like in depth, but but yeah, good friends of mine and people that I just met. um, And I was, I mean, we were like completely shielded and masked. I have a Daiso like less than a mile away. And I said, if you want, I can walk, go with you there and I could show you different things and you can choose whatever you want. And I did probably like 15 shops. Oh my gosh, that's and amazing. I, some didn't come to my house. Some just met me at Daiso and then yeah. we just did social distancing shops. And, um, and then I was like, oh my God, I met my friend, Rachel, who is a good friend of mine uh, who was so great at lives like you. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so incredible with doing all her lives. I need to get 
I need to get out there. And that's where I decided to go on IG Live. And I said, will you do a live with me to talk about best practices and provide resources? And she said, absolutely. Because her heart, she's like you, like just, she's just so grounded. Her name is Rachel Pagan and she's fantastic, a great makeup artist. And she uh, helped support me on this journey and was aligned with me. And she helped um, me do these lives because I needed that support. Yeah. And of course things happen and she, we, you know, she's still involved, but I am solely like, you know, this was my baby and she supported that the whole way, but that's, yeah, April 7th. And then Pocketbook came uh, probably like shortly after. That's so incredible. I mean, do you, I obviously sound like you do, but like believe in that like little whisper inside that like, you know, you listen to this whisper of like something telling you to create this thing, even though you didn't have all the answers, even though you didn't know if it was, you know, going to change the next day or who was going to even tune in. But yeah, it seems like I just followed my heart. And honestly, like, I think this, like the pandemic affected me on such a personal level that I can't even like really understand right now. Like, I'm just like, because for me, I was like, I'm so new to Instagram and social media. I don't have a huge, even on my personal, I don't have a huge following. And there was that fear of like, are people like who people don't even know me? Like, are they gonna take me seriously? Like who, you know, and it's just a true Testament again. And I just go back to it. Like if you just authentically, share your gift and I'm not saying that I'm gifted and I'm like I'm an expert but there is something that I've worked you know my whole life um building and educating myself and I truly love it I love helping people I love I love researching infection control I love connecting the dots and if I didn't have the answer um I wanted to direct people because that was a lot of the time, Nicole, like people were like, Chrissy, what about this? And I'm like, you know, I don't know. Let me find out. Oh, I love and that. Researching. I called every, every week I called the health department in LA. Really? Yeah. I called the mayor's office and spoke to his secretary. And this was during the time where they weren't getting as many like incoming calls because it was still early. And I was talking yeah. to her every week I would call her and I was like, so what's the latest update with makeup artists? You know, that. there's no regulations. And so I would just share like everything that I researched because it was overwhelming, I think, for a lot of the community. They didn't know where to I'm begin. I'm still overwhelmed. I'm still yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah, because it's changing like every time, you know? So um, I wanted to also, aside from education through community, I wanted to provide resources that I was aligned with and um, knew we're providing great information. So on my link tree, you'll see a bunch of people that I've um, found and researched. And a lot of it pertains to Los Angeles, California, like in terms of all the regulations, but the standards are pretty high. So comparatively to the rest of the country. So I thought this would be a really great like foundation, you know, yes. to kick off your best practices. So yeah, hopefully that answered your question. It does. It really does. It seems like you, I mean, obviously I knew you put in a lot of work, but I had no idea that you were constantly calling and, you know, oh. checking up and like creating this relationship with, you know, all of these people who had um, a little bit closer, like, like finger on the pulse of what was going on. Yeah. I mean, it was, and, and I would post it like the minute I would find these links and I would talk to someone, I'd be like, okay, guys, I talked to the LA health department and this is what I love and that. I would put it up, you know, and, and if I found a training 
that somebody was doing specifically with makeup, I would throw it up. And I was really just searching everything I could that was the highest standard, you know? I love that. Cause I mean, honestly, like I was using everything you were putting out as a resource because I just felt like, honestly, I loved where you were coming from, but also the information was just so relevant and it was changing all the time. And you were, you and Create Safely were always just, you know, here's the latest, here's the latest that I have, here's the latest that <laughs> this. And I love that because I mean, it was changing so much. And instead of being like, I don't know what's going on, I give up. Like you constantly evolved with it. And it just seems like, like you said, it, it, you came from a place of love and education. So as much for all of us, it was overwhelming. We were just like, what's going on? And you were just so calm in the storm of it and just kind of giving us the real time information as it was rolling out. And I just think that that's like, I don't think you give yourself enough credit for what you were doing, still are doing and continue to do, you know? Oh, thank you. I, yeah, I just, I really appreciate that. Cause sometimes I know it's so great to hear the feedback because, you know, I just want to make sure that I'm making an impact, you know? Yes. And, um, but yeah, it's been an incredible, incredible journey. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I, oh, and here was the other thing too. I remember my second IG live and, um, cause my whole thing was about sharing, um, you know, reposting everyone's artist shares. That's what I call them artist shares. Cause it was about sharing. Right. And, um, I remember saying in the last, I think it was the second IG live. And I told them, cause people had questions like, what else are you going to, what other, what other content are you going to create? And like, and at the end of the day, I was like, this, this platform is the communities. It's, it's not mine. It's theirs. And they're the ones that are creating the content. You know, I'm just trying to set a standard of what I am doing personally. And if someone takes one, if not everything amazing, you know, as long as I can, and you don't have to follow. I mean, we have people that just come by and say hi, and then they exit, you know, and yeah. it's really for anyone that's whether they're getting started, haven't started or veterans. And I mean, there's some, something positive for somebody on here and all the stories will always live on the highlights. So if people that are joining create safely, they're new. Um, I've probably got about 20 tabs of highlights throughout the year of just tons of artist shares of kit condensing, kit prep. And it's amazing because I created what I am sure you're familiar with my three-step technique and the yeah. number um, two is practice. And through their sharing, they were practicing like everything they needed to do so that way they could feel confident about going out there and working. Yeah, so. so true. Actually, I, that's on my um, list. Would you would you mind just briefly talking about the three-step technique? Yeah, of course. So um, three-step technique evolved from previous makeup curriculum, and then I changed it um, with the pivot. And I wanted to create a simple way and a simple approach of navigating creating safely. So step one is knowledge. So do the research, talk to colleagues, go online. Um, take trainings, which I know a lot of people were doing, get the information that is, that you're aligned with, you know, because there's tons of different trainings and disinfectants and things out there. And then number two is practice, like put it into action, you know, start looking at your kit, like assessing what it is that you need based off of your knowledge. So um, one of the things I talked about is kit, like calling your changes, not changes, but upgrades. Ooh, because like because we're, we've already, I mean, I would like to say that most of us were 
operating at a high level of um, hygiene, you know, as makeup artists. Some weren't, but it's okay. Like now that's the silver lining. Like, let's just get there. Right. Um, But I think identifying like what it is that you need to upgrade because you're leveling and elevating your service now because you've already been doing these things. You're conscious of hygiene, but now look at certain things based off your knowledge that you need to add. So do you have everything in your kit that's porous? And which most of us don't. I mean, we, we carry a lot of different things that are non-porous. Mm-hmm. So it's just finding a way to make sure that you're sounding more elevated. So when clients ask you like, what changes have you made to your business? Yeah. Well, the upgrades that I have made. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, my upgrades that I've made for, um, my safety standards to ensure that safety is my number one priority is that, da, 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 da. So then once you've done that, you've practiced your setup. And I can't tell you, that was like the most amazing thing for me is like everyone's showing their setup. Yes. And it was hard because people were like, oh my God, you know, I know that a lot of people were like, oh my God, I'm having kit envy. Like everyone's like, oh my God, that, that setup looks amazing. I need Seriously. to get, my, you know, but it was a good thing, you know, and, and, and I think one thing that I always remind it is like, make sure that you do, you don't go and buy an entire kit, like look and see what you have and then add the cup rate upgrades that you need, yeah. you know? And, and then it was like, hard during the pandemic though. Cause I mean, there was nothing else to do except go like, I need that. I need that. I need that. I literally have a box of all the things that I was like, I need that I don't need right this second, but I'm so happy I have them because I got called for a random job and I was so grateful to have all of this on standby that I was like, okay, here we go. we got it right here. So it's so true. But I do love that you say that because I feel like during the pandemic, all of us were like, can't control anything, buy all the things that's I, I can control. <laughs> but you know, what's crazy. It was almost like, you know, it's like a retail therapy thing too. I think yeah. people oh, got way yeah. out of it, you know, but at the same time, like we're not, you know, not all of, all of us are working. So guys, remember, just really monitor your money, your spending, and assess what you have first. And then the last one is commit. I think that's the most, I mean, they're all really important, but the commitment is the most important because one and two are not going to make any difference if you don't commit to it every day. And that is what, from an education standpoint, from the curriculum, it's the safety standards, you know, creating a safety standards checklist is part of your commitment, commitment to you to remind yourself when I set up, this is what I need to do. When I clean up, this is what I need to do in between clients. This is what I need to do and setting the tone for your business, creating a safety standards checklist for your clients. So they know exactly what to expect to ensure that safety is your number one priority. So if you can create those things and practice all these things. And it's not just with makeup, use this three-step technique for any new thing you want to add in life. And it will hopefully keep it so it's not so overwhelming. I love that so so much. I was just curious to what you're seeing on set. I know you've been working recently and you know what, uh, like the latest things you're seeing for makeup or for production. Um, I don't know anything that you're seeing that's interesting that could maybe help some people. Yeah, well, that's a really great question, because I think when we talked about prepping in the beginning of last year until now, I've definitely pivoted a lot of the stuff I did add in terms of kit upgrades. Um, it's not that I am, I'm not using them, but I am, I have changed and realized now that I've worked through it that I may not need certain things. 
which brings me to um, working on set. Recently, I worked on a movie um, that shot for, believe this or not, they shot a feature film in less than two months. Which is crazy. We're like, okay, this is the new normal. We're shooting a feature in less than two months. Oh my gosh. So I think what you're seeing now um, is a lot of movies are reducing the amount of time that they have with productions working to, re- mm-hmm. to mitigate risks. So, because the longer you shoot, the more chances you have of, you know, infection and stuff like that. So uh, this was my first feature film, believe it or not. Um, so it was a really big deal. I had the greatest opportunity to become the department head for hair. And first feature, and I was like, okay, I've done a lot of commercials, music videos, red carpet. <laughs> and so, Anyhow, I, I definitely wanted to know what the safety standards were, what do they have in place? And um, what I'm seeing with my production and then with other, with most movie productions and film and TV is that they are testing. Um, they're not doing, a, if they're doing rapid testing, they're doing um, PCR. Okay. And if you're not familiar with PCR, um, I'm sure if you guys have heard of the makeup standard, definitely check them out. They've got a lot of science back information. Um, you can Google PCR, but the PCR test is the nasal test and that has been proven the most effective in um, terms of its results. Um, so they were doing that with us three times a week. Um, and then there were other productions that were testing every single day, which is- Like on site, on site? Yeah, on site, everything was on site. And um, here, I I wanted to share this with you because it's really interesting. So you have a a film that's in a show that's testing five days a week, PCR testing. Mm -hmm. And then you have my show that was filming or testing three days a week. Mm -hmm. Um, COVID officer, we didn't have hand washing stations on this one, but we had hand sanitizers. Um, So they were put everywhere. Um, Because a lot of the things that you're gonna see and which you've seen in your states too, it's all, a lot of it's recommendation. So a lot of the protocols are recommended. Um, I think the ones that are always across the board, like law is you gotta wear a face mask. And if you're near talent, um, you have to wear a face shield. But believe it or not, the face shield is a recommendation. Really? It's, it's really crazy. So um, even in um, Los Angeles, so if you are somebody, and I, I'm, tell me if I'm going off topic, but I think it's a, important to know this part of it because it's interesting. Um, If you're working in a salon environment and you have health issues, so like I have asthma Mm -hmm. and um, it's hard to breathe with a face shield and a mask on, um, our governor says that you can wear a face shield, no mask, but the face shield has to be covered underneath. Okay. But I'm like, who makes how? that? Yeah, I was gonna say how. I mean, like I have the Z shield that sits on your neck and goes up this way, but still, I feel like how. I mean, unless you wear like a big band, like scarf or a bandana, but I'm well, like, how do you do that? <laughs> exactly. So I was like searching. I'm like, okay, I need to find this thing because it is really hard for me to breathe with yeah. a KN95 and then a face shield for a long yeah. period of time. So, anyhow, I just wanted to share that bit of information. I have yet to see any of that created, so we'll see. But um, I learned a lot of different things on that feature because it was, because of all the research I was doing, um, this production that was testing every single day had uh, positive COVID um, cases constantly. 
the one that I worked, we didn't have any, like zero. And we were doing three times a week. So it's really interesting. And um, what I've heard so far too, is there hasn't been anyone that has contracted COVID, um, at least what I've in my area from makeup artists or hairstylists. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you know why is because we are taking every precaution. That's and the other thing that I've learned too, and again, um, I was already working and doing photo shoots. I did some press um, prior to this feature and I was doing bridal, which I don't ever really do, but that was the first thing that was coming back. Yeah. And I love bridal too. Um, but because I've been, and then working in the salon, but because I had done all of that practice and then everything before I started working, the feature I felt, even if they didn't have the standard that some people would feel like they needed, mm -hmm. I felt that I could control my environment. And that's what I've been trying to tell everybody now. What I've learned from the beginning of last year and up until now is that just to remind everyone that what we do, we can only control what we can control in our, in our environments because we're not doctors, we're not, you know, we're not in the medical field where we work in a sterile work environment. And even in those env environments, they're not 100% sterile. Um, but that would be something I would always remind the community is um, it's a sigh of relief because that's what I was thinking. Like, oh my God, I'm a doctor now and I need to like. <laughs> but it feels like it sometimes yeah. with all the PPE and sure. the, everything. Sure. But the reality is, is if you, re if you release, you know, release that extra stress that you have to work like a doctor, because you're not a doctor, um, it'll make the experience better. And I think it's all about just going and doing it. So I think once you start working in it and you get comfortable with your best practices and your workflow, the workflow is like the most important thing is identifying your workflow because that is what is gonna help you mitigate risks. And so I felt comfortable with the workflow I had. Um, I didn't focus on everything else that was happening around me, like in terms of what the grips were doing or what, um, I just focused on, six feet around me, my kit, myself, washing my hands and my clients. I mean, I, every time I was with my, my talent, I was sanitizing my hands and I was taking care of them too. I was like, here's some hand sanitizer for you as well. I love that. Extending you know? the service. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think that we just have, and that's what's really helped me survive, you know, and, and I test regularly now, even though I don't work on a film, mm -hmm. um, I test three times a week just to do it. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, cause it's like, as a lot of my friends say, knowledge is power. So, I mean, just to know it's so true for living day-to-day -day life, you know, that's really, that's really great that you're doing that. Yeah. And I think the biggest, the, the biggest change, that was the biggest learning opportunity for me going back to work from the beginning of the year. Um, but the biggest change is really just wearing the PPE and the masks and the, and losing that, um, you know, that, that energy that you get with like facial expressions and like talking to people and hugging and, you know, that part of it is so different. But I think um, what I've been able, if this could be helpful for everyone out there is um, what I've been trying to do now is if I do meet a new client, um, 
I'm very far away. I will pop my mask off for like two seconds and I will smile and introduce myself. I love that. I think that's so special because that's definitely like the one thing that I definitely miss is just, you know, the energy exchange of like meeting someone and working with new people and other creatives and just that flow. And I don't know. And like you said, facial expressions and stuff. And I feel like that's so much of who we are as artists and um, and people, and it's just hard not to be able, you know, just be all locked up. And they're like, "No, it's who is that?" <laughs> yeah, and and it's 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 just. I hope people ask me like, "Are you used to it yet?" And I'm like, "I'm used to the wearing of it, but I'm not mm-hmm. used to the, you know, like it's just a. Every time I work, I'm like, I feel like I'm in the movie. Exactly. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I'm like on ET, you know, like I'm like, am I part of the production right now? Like, no, but you have to, like, you really have to have the humor in this all, you know, like taking it serious, but you've got to like find the humor in it. And that's, and you have to realize too that everyone is at a different level. Everyone has a different perception of how this has affected them. So you have to be sensitive to that and try not to take things personal when you do meet people on productions that are having a harder time or maybe not having a hard time thinking this is like, it isn't real, you know, and yeah. just trying to like focus on you. And if it's through getting oils, I mean, I do a lot of oils. I do a lot of um, doTERRA like oils. Um, Cause my sister gives them to me, but I do breathe a lot cause it helps me with my asthma. So I'll put a little of that like in my, my fingers like this during breaks. Oh my just gosh, to I love that. Do lavender oils, um, spray your face during breaks. You know, yeah, that's so smart to do little things like that to just kind of give yourself a break, even if you can't physically yeah. walk off set or go like you know somewhere that um, is secluded. I think that's so that's so awesome and special yeah. to take time for yourself. I well, think that's something it. we forget as makeup artists. Yeah. We're always so go go go, especially with these masks on. That's just a lot, you know. I was just alone a lot like every day Nicole I was like all right guys see you see you back from lunch and like everyone just goes to their car that's so crazy you know? yeah. and and that was the other thing too that I had to like remind other artists that were on the show with me like that were stressed because people weren't probably doing or practicing at the level that they feel is necessary yeah. and I would just have to tell them like you know you just like we're all like, you just have to believe that everyone really wants to work and no one wants to get this production shut down. We're, we're just, everyone needs, wants, they're just so happy to create. No so one true. wants to have all this shit on, you know what I mean? No, I know. It's like, it's a lot. And I'm not gonna lie, the first time I, I went back to work with all of it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready. Uh, I, oh my gosh, like pulling your hair back is real. I did not realize I was sweating. My back of my hair was sweating. I couldn't see anything with the shield. I was like, so it's so important, like what you said, of just finding your flow and like committing to that and knowing that that's how it's going to, um, you know, how your workflow is going to go throughout, you know, the process, because you do, it it gets confusing because everything's all over the place and new places. But I think the one thing that does really help keep organized is the pocketbook, because you can see that, you can see everything in it. You can grab it and have everything you need right there understanding your workflow and yeah but I was not prepared I was like all over the place I mean I was prepared but I just wasn't prepared of how different you know just you know sweating and then you're not breathing and then you're not talking because you're just like I don't know what to do I'm wearing a mask and a shield and you don't want the shield to fog up it was crazy (laughs) yeah I mean it's a lot of emotional and physical because like 
I don't know if, if you are like me, but I loved getting ready and like getting my yeah. hair done and my makeup done for my work. Yes. It's like and part of the process. Yeah. Like just getting ready, you know? And so, um, yeah, the self-care, just going back to just, you know, and then like you said, practicing so that way it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but just, it's, it's the other thing too, because there's a lot of controversy, I know, and I won't open this up, but about mask wearing and things like that and how it affects other people that are wanting to, to kind of venture into our industry. But I'm a rule follower, you know, okay. I've always been very square, like this Zoom screen. Yep. <laughs> I don't really go outside, you know, um, but I just think for people that are wanting to go into the industry, my advice, if you see, you know, people that are mentors to you that maybe aren't following the rules, you know, just make the decisions that are going to be um, smart ones for yourself um, and your livelihood, because it's, it's unfortunate you can't control what everyone is doing out there. Um, but the only the thing that you can control is the decisions that you make and what you're going to do with that information. Um, so I love that because cutting corners doesn't get anyone anywhere. It's just going to, no. you know, take things time longer. It's going to get things shut down. I mean, so like you said, just having, you know, you can control your decisions. And I guess the biggest thing too, is that we see so much of what other people are doing and that, you know, you just got to find what works for you and just, yep stick to your own instead of worrying about what other people are doing or that they're doing this and this is so yeah. wrong. It's like, no, just stay, like you said, in your six feet, stay in your lane. Your client. Yeah. Stay in your lane. I'm like, Oh, I love that so much. I love that so much. Yeah. And then just one last little question. I was just kind of yeah. curious. We could toss it in. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if it's like, if we even need to put it in here, but I'm just kind of curious on your thoughts of like, you know, so much of our industry is, was um, very like, Hey, are you available? Can you do this right now? And um, I was kind of curious on what your thoughts and take on that were for right now. Like, you know, if you get this call of like, hey, can you be here in 20 and your kit's not together, what are your thoughts? Or if it is together, I mean, do you believe that this is still able to happen of like the quick, are you available? It just happened to me recently. So I'm glad that you asked this question. Yes. Um, because it is still happening. Um, people are still reaching out. And um, the great news is I can share with you is I'm not working as much. Um, because I choose not to, and because the work's not there. So you guys, some people are busy working and I'm so happy for you, but a lot of us are still, um, it's still really quiet. Um, so I just make sure that during that time, I have my kit is like, because every day it's like not like clean and disinfected. Yes. Um, but there are times when they, I have been called, it's only been a handful of times where it's like, are you available like three hours from now? Yeah. And my kid is ready. And I just say no, you know? Yeah, it's a mental, I think it's an emotional and mental thing. And I, I'm asking because I just got a call on Thursday and they were like, can you do this? And there was enough time, but yeah. I was in the other, uh, the other side where I haven't worked since, I'll be honest, I haven't worked since um, probably September. And um, I had my, clean, my kit cleaned, but it was like, I took it all apart and it was all in boxes because I was like, I'm focusing on some other things at the moment. And you know, when the time is ready, I'll work on my kit. Big mistake people. Um, so <laughs> I got this call and I was very hesitant about taking it because I, like, I, like you were saying, I've been very selective about what I'm saying yes to, because yeah. it's not just, can I do the job and I'm, am I available? Yes, I'm clearly available and can do the job, but emotionally what it takes 
the time to prep your kit, to make sure it's sterile to a level and a standard that you approve of is yeah. so much more than what people and, you know, production thinks, you know, where it's just like, well, you're available. Come on. Like you could do it. Right. And mm. it really does take a toll on just getting like, I've worked on my kit once before for like day and a half, two days to get it to where I wanted it to be, because I just wanted to feel safe and comfortable mm -hmm. in my own standards of um, hygiene. And so when I got this call, I scrambled, I had, I had a couple hours, I scrambled and I got it all together and they ended up not needing me, which was great. So I learned a big lesson of always having my kit ready. Um, but I think just, I was kind of curious because it is right. I mean, do you agree that it is kind of like emotionally taxing to get yourself prepared to do just oh these God. quick jobs? Well, yeah, well, that was like, um, I think last week when I had gotten at it, like that yes. job that came up. Oh, wait, no, actually. So that was okay. Cause I had time to prepare. It was the yes. week before I had a shoot and, um, the makeup artist didn't show up. So in the morning time, and I do makeup as well. And I was just booked for hair and I was like, yeah, I would love to do makeup because I, you know, but then I didn't realize like, wait a minute, is your kid ready? <laughs> like, exactly. It's like, no, are you ready, Christy? And then I was like, okay, yeah, no, I'm ready. I can do this. And I had my kit ready. But when I got there, I was like, wow. Like it was to do both, you know, combo hair and makeup. I hadn't done that in like months, like yes. both. And so um, it was really, I, I started like having anxiety a little bit. Yeah. Because um, I, when I, and my anxiety uh, reacts in my asthma. And so I was like coughing and then I was like, oh my God, these people are gonna think I have COVID. You know, you just think about all yeah. these things and then you're like, oh my God, I gotta clear my throat. Exactly. And by the end of that day, I kid you not, I was so tired. I bet. exhausted and I was only there for and I loved every minute of it I mean I wasn't I was enjoying myself I was like oh yeah. my God, I'm creating but I was like oh my god I'm so tired and Emotional. it's crazy because it's like our department people don't realize like how much we have changed in the way that we work yeah you know and the extra steps yeah it's crazy like when you think about it we are doing we did these things before but adding the PPE and then adding the fear of like, am I going to catch this? Am I going to give it to my client? Yeah. It's so emotionally and physically draining. And then I came home and I spent my two hours of my day cleaning and disinfecting all of my shit. And I was like, yeah, that has changed. But um, I, I think that you're right to your point. It is. And it's normal to feel this way. So I think for people that um, aren't feeling overwhelmed by it, then I don't know. I, I'd question whether or not you're you're really like have you changed things? Because yeah. you should have you should feel a level of accountability, and that accountability is the stress that you feel. Hundred percent, I totally agree. And like even like the service um, aspect of it, of like taking care of your client, is already you know we don't realize how much we pour into it, and then so we're yeah. also exhausted because of that as well. Right. Um, but it is like, I, I do agree with you that, you know, are you taking what you're practicing and doing it? Because I feel like that is the anxiety and like, you know, the wear that we do carry, because I mean, we're the people who are the closest, you know, connection to these talent. And we, you know, I think that if you aren't a little nervous or stressed, I mean, you could have the cleanest kit in the world, but if you, and you're still be a little like, huh, you know, just cause you want to take care of, we we're such like caregivers and 
people pleasers and just want to just give everyone our all. And I think that that's, you know, just evaluating that when people say, hi, are you available in the next hour? You got to think of the full picture. Yes, it might be an hour shoot or something or even less do and go, but still like the prep of getting your kit ready, the prep of getting your PPE ready, getting yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically ready for it. You know, it is a lot. And that's, I think, okay to, you know, kind of give yourself the space to say yes or no. And it's not because, you know, you're not grateful and it's not because you don't want to work and need the money. I think it's just, you know, respecting boundaries about yourself and your creativity and your mindset and your mental health. And I think too, to your point is a lot of people are saying no. So, um, and then lastly to this, because I think it's important is um, I think the fear too of like being the crazy one that's in there, mm-hmm. you know, because I think that's that fear is like, you're in, you know, you're the one that's like overly, you know, like, are people going to be like, God, you know, relax, Christy, like it's, this isn't that serious or like, you know, because that happens too, if, you know, because again, people, you have to remind yourself, it hasn't changed very much for other departments in our industry, yeah. you know? like grips, like they just have to wear a mask and social distance. That's amazing. And it's <laughs> Maybe we should become grips. I know, right? That's like, <laughs> our next. Like, you know, and I think, again, it just goes back to educate, educating um, them and letting and not being afraid to share with them. Like, Hey guys, I need a little bit more time because I got to take extra steps to ensure safety is not my number one priority. And if you say it in a way that it's, that's like that, they're like, cool, Christy. Like I, I get it. So totally. you just, you got to find the balance and that all comes through practice, knowledge, and then commitment. I love that. Yeah. Christy, Christy, I am so, <laughs> I love everything that you're doing. Like not just in the makeup industry, but everything that you're doing globally with artists and community and just coming from a place of education and love. And it really just shines right through, like right out of you and onto all of us. And I think that that's why the community has done so well because you just pour yourself into it with all the love and education and community that you know resides with within you and we just can't thank you enough because you are making big changes in this industry in this world um and create safely is just such a great community that i'm so grateful to be a part of and pocketbook i mean it's life-changing i'm gonna get it for myself for my house i'm like and like you said we're <laughs> using it their talent are using it like it's just it's, it goes more than just makeup so i mean the opportunities of organization are endless so we can't thank you enough for everything that you're doing and you, thank you so much for being a part of get uplifted as a guest i am excited well i i mean i'm praying and i'm hoping that you would come on um my platform because i would love to doing incredible things too and I just think you're an amazing woman and you're inspiring. I know you've had a lot of great accomplishments recently. Thank you. And so I'm just, it's just so great to connect with, with women like you and men and just people all over the world. And I'm so grateful that I have met you. Thank you so much. I'm so I grateful I've met you. I can't you. wait to come on. I'm like, I'm so excited. <laughs> That'll be so fun. I've always joined these Zooms and I can't wait to be a part and just share any kind of knowledge that, I can, you know, help other people. And I think that that's why this is, this goes um, for both of us of just, and everyone out there, you know, coming from a place of serving, creating a space that even if you don't have all the answers to, you know, that there's something that needs to be created because there's something missing, like create safely and the pocketbook. And, you know, I, I just felt like there needed to be more kindness and uplifting. So get uplifting or get uplifted became a part. And so I think that honestly, as a takeaway for anyone who's watching this, if there's something that you see that is, 
um, not existing or things that you want to put out there that, you know, help other people and come from a place of serving, I say go for it because, I mean, we all have these gifts, talents, and abilities and kind of just listening to them and seeing where they lead, you have no idea. So let Christy be a testament of, you know, what could come from just like something she's been thinking about for the last couple of years. And then, you know, when everything comes to a screeching halt, making some amazing pivots and look at where you are now. It's just incredible. Thank you so much. You too. And I can't wait to hear more about Uplifted. I can't wait. Yes. And I will see you on your Zoom and I can't, I can't thank you enough. And where can people find you and follow you and everything? Yeah. So we're at Create Safely on IG. So it's Create Safely, all one word. And then um, Pocketbook, if you want to give them a follow, I say them, if you want to give us a follow. (laughs) I do too. I'm like, we as, uh, we, I'm like, it's just me running this. We're like, (laughs) Exactly. uh, Exactly. It feels like an us and we kind of thing. Yeah, because it's our community, right? So we just say we all the time. But pocketbook is P O K I T P uh, B O O K, and um, please join us. We've got some great education through community. They're free resources with artists that are donating their time to support our community, and it's called Create Safely Collective Chat. And you can sign up, it's free um, to get all the upcoming events. And then you can also um, find us on our link tree and get the next Create Safely collective chats. I love that, I love that. Oh, I'm so excited for the next one. I can't wait. It just feels so good to just sit in and hear all this. So thank you so much again, Christy. And I really appreciate everything that you're doing. I'm so happy to finally chat with you.